Money. It affects our everyday life. But how do we make more of it? Manage it. And make sure we make the most of our money. Welcome to Money Mindful, a podcast to teach and support you as you learn to manage your money. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Money Mindful podcast. I am your host, Megan. Today is episode 17, and we're talking about how to navigate managing money in a relationship. Relationships. We're all in one, whether it be with a significant other, friends, family, or even the relationship we have with ourselves. I know I've mentioned before a concept about the relationship we have with our future self or our past self. It's an, it's an interesting concept. Some relationships are good, some are bad, some are toxic, and some are wonderful. And today we're going to discuss relationships and money and how to navigate managing your money in a relationship. Did I just say that twice? I think I may have. (laughs) Well, it's always good to hear the message more than once, isn't it? All right, communication. It's no secret that good communication is essential to a successful relationship. We might feel comfortable telling our partner we'd like them to leave the toilet seat down, But do we feel comfortable telling them what we want when it comes to money? Setting time aside to discuss money and how you want to manage it with your partner is a great place to start. This sets the stage and creates a great starting point for transparency and trust when it comes to money. Do you have a plan with your partner for who pays the bills? Does one of you spend more than the other? Do you have a shared budget or do you keep your money completely separate? Does one person end up spending more than the other? Do you know how much your partner earns? These are all interesting questions to think about and contemplate. When it comes to relationships and money, there's absolutely no right way to do it except for the way that you want to do it. This is the beauty of adulthood. You and your partner can decide together how you want to manage your money. For example, I know some couples who share the same bank account and I know other couples who don't. They keep their money completely separate. Both are the best options for that partnership as long as both parties agree and like their reasons. How do you split your expenses? So there are many options when it comes to splitting your expenses. You can split everything 50-50 or one partner might pay for everything while the other person's wage is used solely for savings, like working towards a common goal, like saving for a house or an emergency fund. But what do you do if you're splitting everything and one person earns more than the other? One way to do it is to work out your total expenses and then each person pays an amount based on the percentage of their wage. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to be saying lots of numbers here. So if you get lost, it's actually all going to be transcribed in the podcast post on the website. So you can go in and and have a look at it there. 
So let's say fictional Sarah earns 85000 a year and her partner Tony earns $64,000 a year. Obviously, Sarah earns more because she's awesome. Um, <laughs> no, I just didn't want to do an example where the man was earning more money, right? Okay, so the total household income would be 149000 Let's say their monthly expenses are $4,100. The proportion of their household income in percentages are as follows. So to work this out, you would do the following equation. So Sarah's wage is 85000 and you divide that by 149000 which is the total amount, which brings you to 47, sorry, 57%. Tony's income, which is 64,000, you divide that by 149,000, their combined household income, and that gives you 43%. Now to work out how much they need to contribute as a portion to the expenses, the total expenses is 4,100. So you need to times that by 57%, which which is Sarah's proportion, and that gives you $2,337. And by the way, guys, I'm not working this out in my head. I've worked it out already and put it on paper. Tony's portion to go into the expenses, you would work that out by doing 4,100 times 43%, which comes to a total of 1,763. So to work that out on a calculator, when you are trying to uh, multiply percentages, what you do is you would do 4,100 times and then you would do 0.43 or 0.57 and then that gives you what the percentage amount is. Working out the proportions of the expenses like this makes for an equitable division of expenses rather than the lower income earner paying a much higher percentage of their wage on the expenses. So I haven't done the calculations, but if they were splitting the expenses 50-50, Tony would be spending a lot more of his income towards the expenses. Whereas Sarah, because she earns more, would have more money left over after expenses. Now, when you're living together as a couple and you're sharing all the expenses, that doesn't quite work out as a fair exchange. Okay. The next thing to do with managing money in a relationship is get on the same page with money, with your partner. This point goes hand in hand with communication. Often one partner can be more proactive or interesting interested in managing the money than the other partner. And that's fine. You don't have to have equal participation when it comes to managing the money, but it it makes life a lot easier if you can come to a shared agreement with how the money is managed. For example, in our household, I manage all the money. I pay all the bills and handle where all the money is going to be distributed into different savings funds and etc. Louis never really been interested in it, whereas I am. However, I never just go ahead and make sweeping decisions or do things with our money before discussing it with him first. 
for example, when we bought our second investment property, I organized all the finance and the purchase costs and all of that. When it comes to investing in comparison to Louis, once I've made a decision about an investment, I like to charge ahead because I've studied it more, whereas he tends to be uh, slower with wanting to question things and analyze, which I think ultimately makes for a good combo. What if one person wants to spend more money than the other? If you're on the same page with money, this is actually no big deal. Let's say one partner likes to buy coffees every day. I know this coffee's example and um, what is it? Avocado toast. These are the examples that always come up in the media, isn't it? While the other thinks it's a waste of money, right? Or one likes to spend a lot on shoes. Um, Maybe that could be me. Uh, You can either choose to spend your own money however you want and let your partner do the same. This might look like you spend or save your own portion after you've paid for expenses, your own portion of money. Or if you're in a money arrangement where all the money is shared, you can decide on an amount you each get weekly to spend as you please. For example, you might allocate $400 each a month as personal spending Some people are spenders and there's not much you can do to change other people's behavior. Believe me, I would do it if I could. It's much easier to find solutions like deciding on a personal spend amount and then each person in the relationship can spend or save it as they please and everyone's happy, right? The next point I wanted to talk to you about is joint accounts, should you have one. There's no right answer to this question. You can have all your income going into one account or you can have separate accounts. Both options work with sharing expenses. Having all the money in one account certainly makes life easier for paying bills and having equal access to the money. However, what if you want to buy your partner a present? You can still have your own accounts that your income goes into and then set up a separate joint account for the expenses, which you each contribute to. You Going back to that example I gave before about the percentages that you contribute, that's what you would do. You would put your percentage of the expenses into that account and then pay all your bills from that account. What is left over is your in your own account is yours to spend as you please. Or you may decide that each person gets to have a personal spend amount each that you mutually agree on and the rest of the funds are used for saving or other shared goals. Ultimately, when it comes to relationships and money, there's no one way or the right way. You get to decide with your partner how you want to manage your money. The barefoot investor Scott Pape gives some pretty practical advice for managing your money as couples in his book. He suggests a regular date night to discuss your money. His book, I've mentioned it before, it's it's a fab starting point for beginners and he keeps things really simple. I would highly recommend this book if you want some guidance to work out how you're going to manage your money and what to consider when managing your money with your partner. You can find a link and a summary of his book on the Money Mindful website at moneymindful.com.au forward slash resources and you'll just find his book in the list there. You can also find out more about organizing your bank accounts in episode three, which is allocate and automate your money. And you can find that too by going to the website, 
moneymindful.com.au forward slash EP03. So that's episode three. That's it for today, folks. If you want to stay in touch outside of the podcast, be sure to subscribe to the Money Mindful Ladies Club email list. I send out weekly emails. And if you want to stay connected on Instagram or Facebook, the handle is at Money Mindful Podcast. Until next time, have a great week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful Podcast. For more info, visit moneymindful.com.au. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. And remember, the information in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal circumstances or goals. Please seek professional advice for your own financial needs. Remember to have fun along the way. 